Wow, what a weekend, and it's still not over. We have Raw tonight, SmackDown Tuesday. Uh, We're on the road back, so a few of the guys stayed to watch Raw. Uh, Then they're heading back, but uh, the rest of us headed out this morning. But I just wanted to drop a mobile pod. Sort of like an instant react, but it's not an instant and... It is a react, but obviously not right after immediately the show. But I, uh, we had the opportunity to see ROH Supercard of Honor, NXT New Orleans takeover, and obviously WrestleMania 34, the big show that happened yesterday. And going into the weekend, and if you guys listened to the last podcast, before I go into the podcast, I just wanted to make sure everyone knew, knows that uh, Facebook is a little bit difficult to sort of do updates and live messaging uh, to the fans. So uh, we like to use Twitter. Uh, it's a little quicker, easier, uh, could uh, reach a broader audience, uh, a larger audience. So what we do is uh, a majority of our updates and uh, live tweets for our shows are going to be on Twitter. So anyone who's listening who's on our Facebook uh, or on our Instagram or on our Snapchat, uh, make sure you guys jump over to our Twitter account. Uh, it's at WCSN312. It is a lot of updates. Uh, we even do a lot of hot rumors more so on the Twitter, at least wrestling-wise, than we do for the sports um, and so forth. So make sure you go to Twitter at WCSN312, and you can uh, find all of us. We're all on that account, tweeting Wild Bill, Levi, uh, Big Nick, uh, Marty, uh, Money Marty's on there. Uh, You got a lot of people on there that are uh, live tweeting uh, their stuff and um, opinions. But going back to what we were going to talk about is, if you guys listened to our show last Wednesday with Wild Bill, which was our pre-WrestleMania weekend show. Um, we didn't do predictions for ROH and take... Oh, I think we did for TakeOver. But we didn't do predictions for ROH. And we went over the ROH card, uh, so on and so forth. So the big news, obviously, going into... We went over a little bit about Impact and, and Lucha. Uh, and my thoughts about what happened to Del Rio. I The guy's unreliable. And for him to do what he did... And then the video surfaced that he was drunk, uh, and he, co- I didn't know a wrestler can call off to work, um, but he called off uh, and said he couldn't make it to potentially one of Impact's biggest cards, uh, and they needed him to, obviously he's a big name, I, unreliable. I mean, what the guy has done his first time he left WWE where he hit the personnel because of some remarks he made that maybe upset him and were racial. Uh, second time, obviously, he demanded his release. And now he goes t- to this, and I don't think this is the first time he did this. I think he did it with either another promotion or so on and so forth. So uh, I, I don't know. The guy, it's a little shady to me. Uh, they terminated him, and rightfully so. Uh, it's going to be hard for him to find another job going forward, I think. Uh, he just um, 
I think shot himself in his own foot. So uh, we'll see what happens with him. But as of right now, he left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. I, honestly, his name now doesn't even grow interest in me. His work that he was doing on Impact wasn't that great either. And this whole CCC thing, rip off of Daniel Bryan, I it's just sad. I mean, to see what he did to Paige as well. I know Paige's attitude is a little bit weird and, and out there too, but it just seems like when she was with him, her relationship and the things that were going on were a little out there and crazy. But I, the guy's name in wrestling, he tarnished, so it's his own fault. So that was what the weekend started out with. Uh, then we went into ROH, and I know in the show when we spoke about it last Wednesday, I really said that I was more interested in the ROH card. So after, before the shows even started, if I was looking at all three shows, I really thought three major shows, which is ROH TakeOver and WrestleMania. I, I really thought that ROH was, was going to be the best due to wrestling, not production-wise and stuff, and I'll get into that a little bit in a little bit. And then I thought WrestleMania would be second. Um, I thought the card was stacked. That was a fantastic card, and I'll get into that. And then TakeOver, I thought, had the worst card. And when you sit here and you watched all three now, and then you have to, you wake up and you sit and, and wonder, well, wow, what was the highlight of this weekend? I think TakeOver killed it. I mean, by far, TakeOver killed WrestleMania and ROH, the production quality, obviously it was WWE quality, but the wrestling and the storytelling of literally every match was outstanding. Uh, every That six-man ladder for the North American title, one, shocked me, sort of, that Adam Cole won it. I totally thought it was going to end up probably going to... Um, either Ricochet or or EC3. Uh, I, I did not think it was going to go Adam Cole's way, especially with the injury with Fish and him having to take over with the tag. Uh, but um, uh, amazing match. Uh, the Ember Moon match uh, was okay. Um, I thought it was a good quality match. It wasn't anything to be like, oh my God, it was horrible. Um, but it wasn't the greatest match of the card. Then you had the tag team, the Dusty Rhodes tag team, and holy crap. I mean, Roddy Strong turns and joins Undisputed Era. That was awesome. Uh, then you had the four of them on the stage at the end, throwing up Undisputed Era. Uh, they retain. Now you've got Adam Cole Bebe with two titles. Uh, going to be interesting to see what happens now that Fish is hurt. Um, it, are, is he going to give the, the tag title to Roddy and just have Roddy and O'Reilly um, fight it out with the tag team until Fish comes back? But amazing. I, honestly, I don't know if that w w that's what was the plan or was that the swerve that they threw in because of Fish's injury. So interesting regardless. Um, Alistair Black, Cien Almas. I got a brand new, I found more respect for Cien Almas now after seeing that match more than ever. That guy can throw down. Uh, great match. 
Cian Almas surprised me more than Alistair Black in that match, uh, even though he lost. And um, Black won. That was an amazing match. And Cian Almas is going to hold his own and do well on the main roster. And, and that's if, the, if that's the direction they decided to go into. Um, I think Gargano and Champa didn't necessarily live up to what I thought they were hyping it to be, but it was a great match as well. So um, overall, NXT TakeOver, I thought was the best show of the weekend. I would, I would watch it again at home. That's how good it was. Uh, and it's, it's funny looking at that card from afar and saying this ain't going to be a good card and thinking it's going to be the worst show of the weekend. And it, they, all wrestlers, kudos, hands down, amazing, awesome, awesome card, um, awesome matches, um, awesome show. Uh, uh, Triple H, I, I mean, I don't know if Shawn Michaels is there and Borash helping out um, and all that. And Regal, amazing, just best, best, best show of the weekend. Uh, so my second best show, and it's going to surprise some people, um, is going to be ROH. Uh, yes, more so than WrestleMania 34. And ROH, uh, I thought was going to be the best show of the weekend, but the card, I, this is what I think they did one. One, we all know the production of ROH is in at the level of WWE. So I, I guess looking into that, you know what you're going to get, get it. What I didn't like on the Supercard of Honor is the amount of intermesh, intermissions they had in between, not good, um, especially for people watching it on on their Fight Network. Uh, and obviously they're on Fight, F-I-T-E, Network, either on Amazon Fire Stick or, or Apple TV or wherever you can find it. Um, but they threw in, they, they named the card, and they threw in like three or four filler matches of just sometimes of people they don't people don't even know and i thought well stick to the card why are you throwing these guys that you guys didn't even mention on the card in there now all the matches weren't that great and and i know someone made a statement on their twitter i forgot who it was i think it was uh silas young of uh 6,000 people showed up to see roh supercard of honor that was awesome he goes, and then another 40-something thousand showed up to go see NXT TakeOver and watch ROH wrestlers wrestle at NXT TakeOver. I get it. Ha ha. Um, yeah, TakeOver's or NXT's full of ROH wrestlers. Get it, but each, almost every match, except for maybe the Ember Moon, was a five-star match on TakeOver. There were some matches that I thought didn't live up to their hype on ROH that I thought could have, but didn't. Um, I, they hyped, and, and for the Bullet Club stuff, this Cody-Kenny Omega match, that it was going to be the next Nakamura, AJ Styles, and New Japan Pro Wrestling match. Out of five stars, it was going to get six stars. And... I don't think that they work. They did what. I just don't think the match was the quality that everyone expected out of both wrestlers because they're both great wrestlers. Believe me, when I'm saying I respect both of those guys, uh, I think Kenny Omega is one of the top in the world right now. Um, one or two, if you have to sit there and and rank them, one or two. 
uh, and, and Cody's up there too and what he's doing with his brand and just nuts uh, he's doing great for himself but I, I don't think that match lived up to its hype and I don't think there was anything that was of a to remember or a moment that you would remember in that match so um, that was one disappointment there I mean the only matches that really stick out to me Silas Young, Kenny King, great match. Love the both of those guys. I think that Kenny King and Silas, in a way, are some of the most underrated wrestlers in the industry right now. People don't really give them the respect that's due to them. That was an amazing match. The Young Bucks match, I, I don't know how they're still walking. I've said this before as a tag team. I think they are the greatest tag team alive, working, today that was an awesome match that you could have put on NXT TakeOver and I would have said that NXT TakeOver was the greatest event that ever happened in wrestling if it was uh, the Young Bucks lights out on fire uh, on Friday night or Saturday night I'm sorry and uh, great match I, I loved it that was the highlight of ROH Supercard of Honor I thought that that Young Bucks match was just amazing. Um, and, and pretty much, honestly, when you look at it, that's all I really can remember on, on ROH and, and things that I know Bubba Ray Dudley came out. I thought that was really dumb and bland. Um, he's trying to draw heat with his WWE Hall of Fame ring. Uh, he turns, um, he becomes a heel, uh, not really not something that was I, I I just guess the rest of the card wasn't that uh, interesting oh I forgot one match I'm sorry uh, the Dalton Castle Marty Skrull uh, great match if I have out of five I'd give it four stars that's another match that I think could have lived up now l let me let me clarify something here that that Dalton Castle Skrull match by far beat any match on WrestleMania 34. Um, even Asuka, Charlotte, I mean, any match. I just don't think, I think they could have done better. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and I, I know I'm probably trying to, or I sound like I'm nitpicking, but um, I, I really think that ROH could have been better than NXT TakeOver with the quality matches that they had and the card they had. But I really think that that Castle match, Cody Rhodes Omega match, didn't live up to the hype. And if it did, I think that they could have been really close to taking Impact out. Not Impact. Wow. NXT out. So that was that for ROH. Um, didn't like the intermissions, uh, the production, you know what you're looking at when you're watching ROH and the audio was real. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say is the audio was horrible. Like the audio was very low versus the crowd. And there were certain times in the pay-per-view where you can, you couldn't really hear the announcers because of the mics around the ring and in the crowd were much louder than the announcers. So whoever their audio guy was. They needed either term the guy or fight or whatever, but that was pretty rough uh, as well, and needed some work. Um, but regardless, uh, the other thing I wanted to say, and I'm, I'm not trying to knock Colt Cabana, but 
that was some brutal broadcasting. Like their live commentary, I was falling asleep. That was not um, anything to brag about, and I really think they need to get some new um, color commentators in there. Someone that'll. There was no motivation, no drive, no um, no selling on the announcer standpoint uh, in that pay per view. So, regardless, and. Wow, NXT TakeOver was the best show this weekend. Number two came ROH. Then the mother of all shows comes super excited, WrestleMania 34. This card was the best card, in my opinion, in WrestleMania history. If you looked at this entire card, it literally was a main event status every match. I was so super excited about this this event. Wild Bill and me both said that this card is stacked. We were with Vince McMahon about the whole, I don't have to promote the Undertaker-Cena match because I got a stacked card. I believed him. He was right. I don't know what happened with AJ and Nakamura. I know that Nakamura turned, which was a great... I guess, thing for the match, but uh, that match didn't even come close to wiping the sweat off of AJ Styles' bowl sack compared to their match in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I was so disappointed in the quality of work that the both of those guys put out. Now, I don't know if they were being held back. I don't know if Vince McMahon wanted his certain style or certain um, things pointed out or done during the match. That was not even close, man. I mean, I literally give that match like two stars. I I didn't like it at all. Um, Every match on that card didn't live up to it. Now, mind you, meanwhile, Bill called the card on our prediction show. We were four and four. He got four right, I got four right, and that's out of like 13 matches, which is horrible. And it's, it sounds like everybody was in the same boat because it, it, it was funny. I made a comment on our Twitter where I said, it almost sounds or looks like Vincent McMahon went online, read everyone's dirt sheet and predictions, and went the opposite way with it. It really did. Um, but... The, the quality that we were getting out of these matches were was piss poor. Now, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to remember every match. Obviously, we're um, on the road, so I don't have anything in front of me. This is all off the top of my head. Uh, the pre-show had the three matches, which was the men's Royal Rumble, which I liked, and they gave it to Woken Matt Hardy, and then Bray Wyatt appears. And it sounds like after the ultimate deletion match that he was brainwashed and now he's buddies with Woken Matt Hardy. Loved that. That's awesome. Um, I can't wait to see what they're going to do together now in the future as a team. Um, I know Jeff Hardy's uh, well and he should be coming back. Uh, The Raw and SmackDown are huge after WrestleMania. So you never know. We may see Vanguard and or uh, Brother Nero tonight so uh, that's going to be interesting and I want to see what Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy do together Um, but that was pretty good and to be honest 
that might have been my greatest moment in the match potentially. So that's sad, but or in the, in the event, not match. So that was that. Women's Battle Royal, um, nice little swerve. I liked what they did with Bailey and Sasha, uh, where Bailey sort of did like a turn, you don't know yet, uh, and threw uh, Sasha out. Uh, Bailey thought she won, but then everyone forgot. Naomi didn't really get eliminated. She just rolled out of the ring. She comes back. Naomi wins. So I, I, I guess for that, I didn't. I don't know. I'd rather would have gave it to Bailey than Naomi. But it is what it is. She got it. Uh, then go from there. Now, the Cedric Alexander Mustafa Ali match, in my opinion, was the best men's match, and the second best match on that whole entire card. That was an amazing match. Uh, they worked very well. Um, it was good. Cedric Alexander wins. I totally thought they were going to give it to Ali. Uh, Wild Bill called it. Cedric Alexander took the title. Um, congrats to him. That was a good match. Uh, then you, I was excited for the show. I, I mean, besides the Women Royal Rumble, I know they had that one score with Bailey and Sasha. I was like, wow, this is going to turn out to be pretty good. And it got me excited for the show. And, okay, let's start with the show. I'm like, this is going to be good. The card, they threw it all over the place. I, I guess you can call me old school. I would rather have the old school booking style of the way they place the matches on the card. This was all over. Um, it was spaghetti everywhere. So the first match was the three-way for the Intercontinental title, Ms. Rollins-Valor. Good match. Uh, Best card on the main card, main main WrestleMania card for the men, in my opinion. I still think the Cedric Alexander Mustafa Ali match was a little better. Good match. I thought Miz was going to win it. While Bill thought Miz was going to win it, he swerved everybody. They gave it to Rollins. He's not going to SmackDown. Everyone thought he was. Good match. Uh, again, Miz doesn't really need the strap on him. Um, so, and he's got that new reality show TV coming up. So. It is what it is. It looks like maybe Finn Balor may be going up against Brock Lesnar now or get entered into that feud uh, somehow. We'll see what happens. Um, but regardless, it was, I don't, whatever, it, good match. Uh, then you had Charlotte and Asuka, which I thought this match should have been the later match and not Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. And I thought it should have been closer to the main event towards the end. Um, but if you, on my podcast, I said Asuka was going to win. But when I was writing the prediction blog on our, on our website at www.windycitysportsnetwork.com, if you go on the blogs, and I post it on our um, social media, so uh, you can actually, when, I'm, when I write the blogs and the prediction sheets, I, I put them out on our, our Facebook, Twitter, um, and you guys can see them there. Uh, but I said they may make Charlotte win this. And if they, Asuka's eventually going to have to lose to somebody. And if she loses to somebody, who else better than to have her lose to Charlotte Flair? She's the top female in the women's division uh, by far. Potentially maybe the best female ever to wrestle in the WWE as of today and forever. Um, And we'll see what happens in the future, but as of right now in the past. Um, And and that was a good call. I, I thought that for them to keep the strip on Charlotte and have Asuka lose. Now you can work a program 
and maybe potentially have Asuka lose to other people now uh, and don't have to worry about her undefeated, her undefeated streak. So sometimes you put yourself in a corner doing these undefeated uh, um, roles and gimmicks and um, you can't, it's just, uh, whatever. This match, great, best match on WrestleMania 34 card, in my opinion. Uh, again, the women outshine the men. Charlotte and Asuka brought it. They, they put together a quality five-star match. Loved it. Was excited. Now, I'm giddy because I just saw the pre-show, and it was great. I saw the, three, uh, the three-man intercontinental title. And it goes to Seth Rollins' title change. Charlotte shocks everybody, beats Asuka, and it was the best match on the card. I'm like, holy shit. This is going to be a hell of a ride, and it's going to be an awesome show. Best WrestleMania ever. Was I disappointed? It went downhill after that. I, I was so disappointed on everything that happened afterwards. The four-man U.S. title match, someone needs to get Randy Orton out. Like, he needs to take a two-year off vacation, get away from wrestling, do something. He visibly looks like he is miserable, and he doesn't want to be in the wrestling industry anymore. Um, he, he, you can visibly see it. He looks like he doesn't want to be there. He looks like he doesn't want to be wrestling. He just, he doesn't have that fire in his eye that he used to have his entire career. Um, He's not the wrestler that he was before. I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know if there's other things that we should be worried about. And if he needs help, regardless, I hope someone's reaching out to him. But if not, the guy needs like two years off. Get away from wrestling, clear your head, spend time with your family, do what you got to do find that fire again and just go for it again but he's not that whole match so they shocked everybody and gave it to gender but it was a brutal match i didn't like it and it it wasn't good so i was like okay one bad match that's not bad again i'm going off the top of my head so i may miss a match here and there um then you had and again this might not be in any order um well, I'm drawing blanks, so I'm going to go way back. So then you had the Nia Jax-Alexa Bliss match, not exactly in that order. But, um, again, another match that I didn't think lived up, and I know it's difficult to have Alexa work with Nia. Nia's a little bit difficult to work with. That's why sometimes we said that, I don't, even Wild Bill's mentioned this, that we don't think that Nia should get the title. It's too early. She's got a lot to learn. I agree. There's not much she can do work rate wise in the ring, but they're doing this angle with the whole uh, love the way you look and they have to put the strap on her so they can push this um, storyline. Regardless, Nia Jax wins. She's got the title. The Daniel Bryan match, I thought was a match that did not live up to its expectation again. Uh, we, we'll see what happens to KO and Zayn. It sounds like they're going to go to Raw. I know with the draft, things are going to happen uh, coming up, and we're, we're probably going to have to do a show about that. But that was another match I thought that did not live up to its expectation. Then you had 
the Rousey match. Now, I forgot, I thought that was, and, and, and this is a match again where people thought was not going to be good, and uh, I thought Ronda Rousey held her own. The story that the four of them told was great. Uh, that I thought was probably the third best match on the main card, and that was pretty good, I, I, I'd have to say. I mean, I thought it was going to be brutal, but th- that was inter- entertaining to watch. And I give kudos to Ronda Rousey and the four of those guys for putting that story together. Now, again, I don't agree with the way they booked Ronda Rousey. Um, I really think, and if you guys listen to Taz, I 100% agree with what he, his feelings are. They booked it wrong. They didn't make her a badass, he, uh, a person that's going to kill somebody. And, I mean, for Stefan to be in a non-wrestler and to do the things that she was doing to her, I, I, I just didn't agree with that. But... If you take that all away and you you watch the match and 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 see it, I think that they 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 told the story very well. So that was great. AJ Nakamura Nakamura turns heel on AJ. Match was horrible. I again, this card every match after was just brutal. Usos, Bludgeon Brothers, and um, New Day, horrible match. And that's a match where I know New Day and the Usos can put a show on. They've done it before as the entry match into pay-per-views. And, and to see Bludgeon Brothers win the title, that was a swerve too. Didn't think that they were going to do it. But I, I, to see that, that was a horrible match. I, I don't think that it lived up to what they could have done. And again, this is going back to, I don't know if the boys partied too much. And they didn't give their alls in their matches, but I just don't think, I, I just, it wasn't where it, it could have been. Then you got the Bar versus Strowman, and then he picks a kid from the crowd. Now, the kid was one of the WWE official's sons, but a horrible decision to have a kid. You had so many wrestlers that you could have built into the storyline. Horrible. Then you have, and, and, and I, I didn't like the match either. So that was brutal. Of course, Braun wins. So we'll see what happens with that and what's going to happen with the kid. They should have thrown either Samoa Joe or someone else in there. Uh, then you have, and I totally forgot, the whole John Cena singing at the, sitting at the ringside. We all knew, knew Undertaker was going to come in. Elias comes out, um, was doing his singing promo, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Comes out. Undertaker shows up. I don't like the way they did that whole thing. And then on top of it, Undertaker squashes John Cena. I don't understand that whole angle. Didn't get it. It was dumb. Um, I, I just don't understand it. For, for, for Taker to come out and completely squash him uh, just made no sense to me. And then the way he, they had his hat and his jacket in the middle of the ring, um, after he put it down, like, why wouldn't he come out as an American badass? Just very awkward. I, I don't know what they're doing with The Undertaker anymore. It's getting stupid and after seeing this I don't even want to think or see about it anymore uh then they had the last match so last match was interesting because I think it was more controversial there's rumors I'm hearing that Brock Lesnar three weeks ago did sign a three-year contract um but they worked the crowd again and and WWE's great doing good at this again with obviously Stephanie Shane and Triple H at the helm they're working the industry through social media with the pictures of um, of Dana White with Brock Lesnar, and then they're going out there and saying, "Oh, he's going to go to the UFC," and and but they're they're all in bed with each other, including Dana White, uh, and 
Brock apparently signed a three-year deal. This is what I'm hearing. I don't want to claim the source or tell you the source because it might not be true either. So this is just all hearsay. Um, and in his three-year contract, he has two years, a two-fight agreement with the UFC. Um, one to be this year, <clears throat> which is going to be around July or August. I think if they want him back by SummerSlam, it's probably going to be in July. And then another one, not for this Christmas, but next Christmas. So um, that's what I heard, and that's why he got the strap. That's one scenario I heard. Uh, they kept the strap on there to swerve people, but they're also doing it to drive. I think Vince realizes that people still don't like Roman Reigns. So some of the reasons people don't like Roman Reigns is because, obviously, people don't think that he paid his dues and that he was given everything on a silver platter. So part of them having him lose all the time is they're trying to get the fans to feel bad for him like they did for Daniel Bryan during the Yes movement. And then, two, they're trying to get him to pay dues where people say, oh, he didn't pay his dues. This is part of paying your dues, losing. Now, the blood I heard was a Vince McMahon call so that people can feel bad for Roman Reigns still. Um, that was a, he wanted color. And uh, if you guys remember, and I, I, I forgot if this was SummerSlams or not, SummerSlam, uh, when Brock, Brock Lesnar fought Randy Orton, he cut him up the same way. It was with an elbow. If you look at it carefully again, he hit him with the elbow. That's what cut his head up, and he did it on his hairline. So that was a fixed cut. Now, the good news is that at least Roman Reigns didn't tell him, or Reigns didn't use a capsule or a razor, and that they did it with a punch like the old school guys used to do it, like Flair and Mankind, where they just used to knuckle punch them on, on the head and cut them open. So um, he cut them open purposely. It was a call by Vince McMahon. And you guys can see it afterwards, uh, certain parts when Reigns was uh, yelling with his face all red. And um, it's part of the building Roman Reigns angle. And they're trying to do it. And, the, and the, at the end of the day, the way they see it is that Roman Reigns, 10 years from now, is going to be the face of the WWE. And until they build that with the crowd now, where he paid his dues, he got his ass beat, and he still made it through it, um, this is that part of that storyline that they need. So uh, they swerved everybody. Everyone thought Reigns was going to win it. They gave it to Brock. Now, regardless if he has a deal set or not, if he doesn't have a deal set, um, his last official match is actually tonight um, or day. So they can do a match tonight and have him lose it to Reigns or whoever. Um, I'm, I'm hearing Finn Balor's name out there a lot too, but I don't know how you would insert him so quickly into this. But I heard rumors that... They might throw a swerve and maybe have Reigns win today. Um, and then that would be it. That's if the, if the, the, the deal's not signed. Um, I, I don't know if they'll do that tonight. We'll see what happens, though. The other thing to keep in mind is Carmella didn't cash in her money in the bank. So I think she's going to have to do that tonight. Or not tonight, set Tuesday night. Um, if not, if I'm not mistaken, I think she has until the next money in the bank. So... We'll see what happens, but she can, uh, the way I was looking at it now that they didn't have her run in at WrestleMania is that she can end up beating Charlotte now and then having the strap on Carmella so that Carmella gets the credit and then have Carmella drop it to Asuka and then Asuka and Charlotte can meet again at SummerSlam or, or so on and so forth, so... Overall disappointed. I, if, if I had to rank them, 
uh, like I said before, I think TakeOver was number one. Uh, NXT TakeOver was an amazing match, amazing card, amazing show. Uh, then it was ROH, had some disappointments, uh, but I, I thought it was better than WrestleMania 34. And then WrestleMania 34, it started out so good. And even the crowd was pooped. Um, and then it just fell apart after that. And it was, I think, just it didn't meet its expectations. And I think what pisses me off even more is that how good it could have been. People would die to have a card like that. And, and these guys didn't put the match forward. And that's, I think, what was more upsetting than anything uh, for that WrestleMania 34 card. So we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, you got Raw, SmackDown. Uh, we're probably going to see Brother Nero. We're probably going to see Samoa Joe, uh, some other people uh, that are going to be back. Big Show's signed again, too. Um, so we'll see who they're going to Oh, NXT call-ups. Uh, we'll see what happens there. But uh, I, I guess another big two days. So we'll see what happens. Again, um, we're going to have a legit post-show this Wednesday with Wild Bill. Um, we may have Levi live in studio, uh, so we'll find out from there. So the mouth of the Midwest may be there. And uh, we will go over all three cards and everyone's opinion. Um, obviously, I didn't want to let everything out of the bag here, and we'll go in more detail on the, on the post. But I just wanted to throw this React out there so... Uh, see how we do if people are going to listen to this react show and see if maybe this is something that they want me and wild bill and levi to do more so where we where we 